0: Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the College Blend. I'm Alyssa. This is new. And today we have Diego with us. Say hi, Diego.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Yep, and oh, we're happy to All have right. him. Um, today we're talking about students who have hobbies outside their major, jobs outside their major. Um, Diego is a firefighter. Are you part-time, part-time right now? Part-time, yep. Yeah, so do you do weekends, or you're just always on call, or how does that work?
2: So uh, I work for two different departments. I work for Merced County Fire Department, which that one is just on call. I literally just carry a radio around, and it can be uh, 2 in the morning if we get a fire or accident and we go to it. And then the other department I work for is Atwater City Fire Department, which that one is a reserve program. So on that one, I have to work 60 hours a month. So that means my weekends are all at the fire department. So
0: what do you do? You guys are just hanging out there until so you get a call? So pretty much
2: <laughs> there. if it's on the weekend, there's usually a lot of like community events. So we're always busy or we're doing inspections. If not, we're just pretty much training all day. Uh, we start off the day with like, uh, come in, have breakfast, you know, get the um, notes from the other shift, and then from there we do our engine checkouts, which we got to check all the equipment just to make sure we're ready to go in case something does happen. If we don't check our stuff and something's not working, something's not working properly, then we're pretty much screwed. So, <clears throat> other than that. Uh, we either take care of what we gotta take care of around the station, uh, station activities, and then we do training, lunch, continue training, and then from there just dinner and then we can relax. So it's just like a regular job. You work your eight hours, and after that, you just relax at the well, station. Well, it's more
0: than a regular job because you do all that, but then you're still there, yeah. <laughs> even though you're relaxing <laughs> so you're there. there yeah. You're still <laughs> waiting to get work. True, true. So then, so. when you do get on call and things like that, and it conflicts with school, I think we talked about this before because it happened with our summer class. Our yeah. um, teachers <clears throat> pretty cool about that, or you have a problem? I've
2: actually, I've never had a problem with. Teachers actually giving me a t- hard time. Uh, for example, if we get sent out to a wildland fire, yeah, you have to. I've had professors who just say, "Hey, do what you gotta do when you get back. We'll work something out." Yeah. Um, just the only one that I've had was kind of strict. Was our summer school teacher here? He said I can only give you two days. Oh, the one uh, we have th- now. Yeah. yeah so he said, other than that, it might be hard to come back and recover from that. So. That's why I had to cut it short on my assignment up like, there and come back.
0: What are you supposed to do if what? there's two fires? <laughs> exactly. You're supposed to be like, oh, sorry, <laughs> and my that's what teacher lo- said two days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and a lot of people say, you know, that's not right because you're doing something for the community, so they, they should work with you. But yeah. it's still, I mean, they can only do so much. I mean, you got to keep up with your work. If you can't, then...
0: I mean, it totally depends on the reason that you're missing, though. I exactly. mean, it's not like you're going to a concert or something. Exactly. Like, you're just you're doing uh, something important. But, but I think most people don't realize you guys get a lot more calls than just fires. And I yeah. We were talking uh, about that before. So, like, what's the craziest call you've ever got? Like that you can remember. Oh,
2: I've I've seen. I it's hard to say. I mean, I I can give some examples, but. Uh, just
0: one that really sticks out to you
2: one that sticks out to me would be my first major call i've responded to right after the academy um, it's a, Atwater's a small town so you know everybody you went to school with and it just happens to be that that first call was somebody i went to high school with oh, so <clears> that was a uh, one of the girls that were obviously at in the uh Buhack high school with me and uh, it was a high school game i had just graduated just to the academy and uh, I guess she was hanging out with some cheerleaders after a homecoming game. And they were crossing one of the main streets in Atwater. Mm. And she dropped her beanie. So when she ran back to grab her beanie, she bent over to grab it. And in one of the cars, it's a dark area, so one of the cars didn't see her bending over. It was totally much, Yeah, I just took her out. and oh, then uh, <clears throat> I wasn't even on duty at this time. I was actually heading to a party. <laughs> Fresh out of high school, I was still, you know, doing my And you got the call? No, I didn't. It was... Before anybody even called it in, I was pulling up to that area just to drive by to go to my friend's house. And so I just started seeing everybody pull over. And then from there, like, I just, you know, pulled to the side and I can just see the body laying there. so. I knew, okay, you know, I have to get off. Something just happened. And it it was just shocking, though, because once, you know, I see who the person is, Mm -hmm. it's like, man, like, I know her. (laughs) She went to school with me, but, I mean, I had to, you know, stay. And the thing that's harder is that, you know, she had a group of, say, like, 10, 15 cheerleaders, her friends, around, you know, just screaming. Oh, so you yeah, got to tell everybody, you know, you got to back away, you know, you know, got to, you know, give us room because everybody's going to start showing up, you know, all the first responders and stuff. And then uh, from there, you know, I, I see it, his body, you know, it was damaged. There was a lot of mm-hmm. damage done. And uh,
0: oh, that's the first time you're seeing something first like time, that, too. Yeah, fresh out so of the like So I, you, know, it's, I'm you know, I'm in shock, too,
2: but yeah. I'm like, I got to do my job now. And then from there, you know, I checked, you know, there's no pulse. So I knew, you know, we're going to obviously have to start CPR. And then right when I decided I'm going to move the body, then I see that she takes a deep breath. So I'm just like, yes, you know, like there's a chance. Um, But from there, you know, I I did notice, you know, she started breathing shallow, but there was a lot of like bleeding from the ears and the nose and stuff. So I knew there was, you know, head trauma. Oh, yeah. And then from there, so I, you know, I told her, hey, you know, don't try to move, you know, helps come in and so you know i just try to comfort her but uh you know paramedics show up we put her in the ambulance uh and then once we take her to the high school at water mm-hmm. high school the parking lot to fly her out so she can go to modesto and that's when she passed away was in on the way to the to the hospital on the helicopter oh, wow. so and that, i mean that's i i can say after that one I, I probably didn't sleep for a couple weeks just the fact that it was my first major call, and then it was the person I knew, so it's like, And the person, oh, and it resulted it. in a fake Exactly, and too. I just, everything at once, but, I mean, over time, you know, you start seeing stuff like this, uh, different types of calls, and it gets to a point where you just know you have to do your job, and you don't even think about it no more, so. Right. Since then, I mean, I've gone over it, you know, you just take care of the business, and then uh, what we like to do, I, mean, I, I know some people might think it's, like, it's not cool that we do this, but... A way that we get over it, you know, so our mind's not thinking about these t- different calls all the time. You know, we get back to the station and we just, you know, kind of not joke around it about it, but we just talk to each other, you know, like yeah, oh, you're man, trying to make you know, light of something. All that happened just heavy. because of being stuff like that, just so our minds can get distracted. And once we let it all out, then we're you know back to normal. We just right. continue but our day.
0: But I think people should understand that that's obviously a defense mechanism. Cause exactly, you, you can't care. hold it in. Yeah, you yeah, do you You need a way to cope. And,
2: yeah, exactly. And that's not the job you. for you if you're holding it in. Exactly. You go crazy after uh, a week? And you know, and, and there's times where you see, intern- internally, you don't, you don't feel the difference that like, you know you're starting to act different. You yeah. know, your personality's not the same. And it, that happened to me after a while. You know, my family. I have three older sisters, and after a while, they're just like, man, like we're we're noticing that you're changing. Like you're you're not as funny as you used to be. You're not always smiling. Like. And I was like what, you guys are crazy. Like what are you guys talking about? And I'm still myself. They're like no, you get mad easily now and this and that. What? And they're like and, I, and we all know, you know, it's because of that cuz of all the crazy stuff you see and you, you know, you my don't job. know yeah. exactly. And I was just like, nah, you guys are crazy. But over time you start, you know, realizing you like know man, this. that might be true like yeah. so you start talking about it more, you know. Uh, and then you just start, you know, letting it out of your system. And, and and you do notice, you know, it changes, like, oh, man, I feel a lot better. <laughs> like, right. And then just holding it all the time. And that's what they teach us in the fire academy. You know, every time we see something crazy, we have a debriefing. And they mm-hmm. always tell us, like, you know what, we're all going to get together, head back to the station, and we're all going to just talk about it in the group. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, after that, you know, if you guys want to go out, That's you know, so off-duty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're off-duty, maybe go out to have a beer or play pool, and yeah. we can just relax from there. Just to help, you know, keep your mind off of it. We get a lot, a lot of, I mean, I've been on the job more than, I would say, six, seven years. And every time you see a new person come in, like, you always have to keep an eye on them every time they see, like, their first death. Just the fact that, you know, say it's a vehicle accident, you can kind of see it in their eyes where they're kind of afraid to get in there and do the job. You know, yeah, they don't want to touch the body like in shock and stuff. Or exactly. Like out. So you always tell them, you know, hey, are you okay? You know, go to the you know the engine, get some water, relax a little bit, and then we just pull them to the side and say, hey man, we'll get together after you know after work and go have a beer or something just so. We can talk about it. Because you can just tell, you know. You it can actually, see that it's effective. Exactly. Even if they're exactly, not going to exactly, ever it. And nobody's going to admit it, no. you know. <laughs> so, no, I'm good, man. Let's go. I'm good. I'm good. But you can kind of see him like you got to push him to get in there. Yeah. And that's how you, you know, okay, I think he's feeling it. But it takes a toll on everybody. That's why we always have to just communicate with each other and just let it go.
0: I had no idea. You are the most. Diego is the most giggly <laughs>
2: That's what everybody said. Distracting person
0: <laughs> in class. I've had classes with them for a while now. You have no idea. I don't think that's true. I don't think you have gone dark. I think, exactly. you're, I, I think I, you're. I try not to. So. Maybe there was a like period in the beginning where you were getting used to it, and there was maybe a little bit of a regression. But I think now that you're used to it, you know how to handle yeah, it. You exactly. know what you're doing. I think now you have it in control. Yeah, everybody So goes now you can help phase. the rookies, right? When exactly. In, and so it's like, yeah, uh, being
2: you know the paid call firefighter chief at, for the Merced County Fire Department. I'm literally in charge of all the new guys coming in, you know, trying to be, you know, a firefighter. And, you know, I have to sign them off before they can do the academy and whatnot. And you can just see as a grow. I mean, I've had, I've been in charge of guys that sometimes you're just shocked. Like, how does this guy get through the academy? Like, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just like such an airhead. Like, you know, there's the stuff they do where, you know, once you go, like if you show up to a fire or something, and, you know, ahead of time they tell you there's power lines down. Mm -hmm. And so everybody knows if you show up on scene, you got to be looking out on the floor for power lines. And we've had, you know, rookies that brand new, you know, they don't really know what they're doing. And they just show up and I've had one of the guys like step on a power line and he he doesn't realize he's literally stepping on power lines. And luckily they were de-energized. But after the scene, you know, you pull him aside and he's like, man, like, you know what you just did earlier, right? <laughs> You like, could have died. You could have died. Yeah, you don't want to say it right then. You know, he's just because, like, oh my yeah. God, I'm sorry, man. I didn't realize, like, you got to keep your head in the game, dude. Like, you heard in the radio, they said power lines down. So you always got to be looking around, you know, be aware of your surroundings at all times. And it's stuff like that. But over time, you just teach him, teach him until you feel comfortable. Like, okay, now that if he shows up on scene, I know he knows what he's doing. I can kind of pull aside and do my anything. own thing. Yeah. Exactly. And it helps, but you always, you know, you always gotta watch their backs. We all, we all watch each other's back, I mean, especially on fires and stuff like that, because you don't know what can happen. When you,
0: did you feel like you really had the hang of it?
2: Um, I would say in my second year. First year, you know, you're afraid to take action because you, you don't want to do the wrong thing, and then, you know, your captain chews you out or something for why'd you do this. So you're kind of afraid to, you know, take your own actions. But after you, know, the second year you start feeling comfortable, you already know, you know, what happens on scene, how they run it on scene of a fire or accident. So then you just start showing up, and you know, hey, oh, yeah, you know, show up, grab my gloves, you know, grab the med bag, go in, and then after seeing so many calls, and you get the idea, and that it just gets to a point where it's, just, it just, I don't know, it just comes to you where it's like, okay, you know, I don't have to go check in with my captain. I just go by him. Hey, cap, you know, what do you need? And boom, get to work. So. Oh, yeah. It gets to the point, and sometimes, like I said, like, you know, when you're new, it's just, the guys show up on scene and they're just standing around waiting for somebody to tell them. It's like, come on, man, get get a bag, you know, get <laughs> something, get a backboard, let's go get, get in there, and, and, you know, you gotta help them out, and after a while, then, you know, they got it, so it goes a
1: lot smoother. And you know with all, like, the traumatic stuff, you know, like, seeing people die, crazy car accidents, yeah. do you feel like after being in in the, you know, the job for so long, do you think you kind of became numb to it?
2: Yeah I, yeah, I could say, yeah. Yeah, numbness, I mean, just like everybody, when they talk about, like, hey, you know, tell me the craziest thing. I mean, just by saying the stories, you're just yeah. like, wow, I can't even imagine seeing that right. in real life. But, yeah, you you become numb to it. You you don't think about it no more uh, after so many. I mean, <clears throat> I can't even think of how many deaths I've seen. I, I mean, hanging, shootings, right. vehicles versus pedestrians, train versus pedestrians.
0: Oh, that one was crazy. Yeah,
2: stuff like that, that. where yeah. it's like, it gets to the point where you feel like you've seen it all, so now it's just another day. If you see something right. like, oh, man, yeah, that one was crazier. This one's crazier. And you just get the job done, but you don't really, you don't stick it in your head after right. the job's done. You just
1: right. continue your day. It's but, like your body just, or your mind kind of just builds a wall. Exactly, and, you know, exactly. do let that through. Yep, yep. Yeah, nice, just, man. Right mm-hmm. on. So, yeah. What well, were no, no, no. you going to say? No, 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 you go ahead.
0: Oh, actually, I didn't. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the first time you see a body like that, that's probably like really weird for you because you've never uh, seen it like in that type of form and you've never seen people try to like resuscitate. And I remember you saying uh, at one point, like if you're, if you don't feel the ribs, like any change or crack or anything in the ribs Uh and you're not doing it hard enough and you're potentially not saving them. Yeah, Was that hard to find that line between like I'm breaking ribs or I'm saving someone? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean,
2: (laughs) the thing is like when you do like your EMT or, or your first responder training, you don't really hear like oh, if you break a rib, you know, you're doing it right. But out in the field, you know, when you're actually out in the field, that's what they say, like, Oh man, like if you break a rib, then don't worry about it. That means you're doing the you're doing it right. You're actually getting to the heart. And then uh, so, you know, first time, you know, you're doing CPR and you actually feel that that breaking and you can hear that little and you're like, oh man! And they're like, no, keep going, don't stop. And you're just like, oh man, I don't know if I'm pushing down too hard. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, no, that, that's that's perfectly fine. You're, you're actually getting to the heart. You're pumping the blood, you know, out of the heart and through the body. And and so you know, after so many times of, you know, doing it, then that's what you look for. You know, you start pushing down. And then and it's, and it's just weird because you know you have not everybody has the same you know type of body. So, I mean, there's That's people right. a lot heavier, you know, thicker chest. So, you actually have to push a lot harder to actually get down in there and know that you're pumping the blood through the heart. But sometimes you get like elderly people where you barely push down and you just break two or three ribs and you're just like, oh, man, like just and you just got like to branches. keep going. Yeah, yeah. it's just so elderly that, you know, their bones are brittle. I mean, they don't have that skeleton strong enough no more. So, but. You do it so much that you already know, you know, kind of like the depth of how deep you gotta go, you know, uh, what rhythm you need to keep and whatnot. So.
1: Wow. So while you're doing firework, were you still working at the warehouse too? Are you still working at the wa- yeah, warehouse? Or work, or? Yeah, you're I still work. Yeah, I still work at Dole. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I work at Dole. Dole uh,
2: I am still working there full-time, so I do my 40 hours a week there. Totally different it's job. Totally, totally different. different. I mean, it's it's a safety job, so I'm pretty much in charge of the safety of 1,500 1, employees. Wow. So what we do is, you know, when production's running, we're literally walking through the plants all the time trying to find hazards, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of fruit on the floor, stuff like that, a machinery, that, you know, missing guards, so we can, you know, make sure they put the guards on there. But the funny thing is that The One of our fire stations covers that area of the plant. And so, say, you know, if somebody gets injured, every time somebody gets injured, they call an ambulance and a fire engine just to show up. So, automatically, if you call 911, an engine's going to show up with an ambulance. And the funny thing is, working for the county, you know, I can respond to any station in the county. So, I'm already involved with the accident at work. You know, so we take them to the clinic, and <laughs> out of nowhere the engine shows up, and I already know the captain and the people who work at the station. Right. So it's funny because we take care of the employee. You know, we load them up, and I always tell them, "Hey, cap, you know what? I I am here on scene of this call, so you better you know email my station and tell them I was here, so you guys <laughs> can pay me." And they always like, nah, man, you're here automatically. because <laughs> you work here. You can't get paid two times. Right? You know? I was like, no, man, I, I, you know, I. You're I like assisted rules, the I don't make the rules. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, I responded, so I need to get paid. You better email my captain, you know. So we just give each other a hard time, and every time they show, like, hey, what's up, guys? You know, I beat you to scene and stuff like yeah. that. And you know, we joke around, but it's 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 pretty much like the same field. You know, I'm there at the plant. I'm involved. You know. If anybody gets injured, I have to respond to it because I'm in charge of safety there. You're an EMT too, right? EMT, yeah. So anything from, you know, if somebody, you know, we've had accidents there where somebody sticks their hand in a conveyor belt and Mm -hmm. it literally almost cuts their hand off. And so, you know, the first thing they do is, you know, safety, safety, we need help over here. And and so I'm doing the same thing I'm doing for the fire department, but I'm just in my jobs doing it inside the plant. So I can't say it's a big difference, but, it, you know, it's a lot more responsibility because at the plant, you have, you're have you in charge of inspections. You're in charge of, you know, trainings, any type of lockout, tagout trainings, confined space trainings. So I, I can't say I stay busy all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, one is no. preventing an exactly yeah, is you know, exactly, yeah, being proactive, you know, instead of reactive. Exactly, trying to prevent them from happening. And so it keeps you busy. But it is hard, you know, with you know, now this next semester, I'm taking five classes. I'm working full-time and in fire department on the weekends. So, you know, it takes a toll, but, you know, my family's always been, like, you know, supportive, and they're like, you know, hang in there, you're almost done, you're almost done. And I know it's, you know, it gets to the point where I'm gonna be done with school. So now, you know, I've prepared myself. I can just concentrate on my job. But, you know, luckily, my, both of my jobs have, have been very proactive about schooling. So, like my job, anytime I have to go to a fire, they say, hey, do your thing and come back, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Or like today, you know, I asked if I can get off early because I wanted to do this and they say, hey, yeah, perfect, fine, you know.
0: Yeah, they seem pretty lenient. Yeah, they Whenever do. Whenever we yeah. have to meet for a group or something, you're always. Like, yeah, my yeah, job I'll has always leave. been so
2: helpful with me, you know. Very, very positive. Wow, that's nice. Um, well, right on. I, I,
1: I can say I'm lucky. <laughs> right.
2: I've been lucky so far, so.
1: So how are you finding ways to, like, yeah. de-stress yourself, man? Because that's a lot of work hours. 60 is, hours on weekends.
0: When is that? Happening? I know. When's like, the time was, for that Yeah, that's it crazy.
2: It's most of the time, I mean, I would say after completing, like, 60 hours, which pretty much to complete my 60 hours, I do one Saturday, one weekend, and then the, I skip one weekend, and then the next weekend I do a Saturday and a Sunday all day. So that weekend that I get off, I have uh, uh, two horses. So I do have horses too. Wow. <laughs> and those weekends, I, just, I either you know spend it with my girlfriend and we go riding a lot. Because uh, sadly, my my dad, the horses that are at his place, but he, he's afraid of horses. What? So, he, <laughs> yeah. has horses and he has horses? Well, them I bought them? the horses, but we you know we have a little farm and we keep it there. You know, he helps feeding and everything. Yeah. And the funny thing was actually this past weekend, uh, I... He's like, you know what, I'm going to fight my fear. I want to go riding with you to get them ready. And so I went over, got them ready, 6 in the morning. And when they're ready to go, he hops on one less than two minutes. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't do it, son. I'm too afraid. He got off, so then I had to call my girlfriend. Hey, you know, come over. I already have the horses ready. We got to ride them. So, so she's weird. like, hey, I'll "Yeah, I'll head over there." Is he afraid that they're gonna buck him? He's off just or afraid because they're big animals. He's never been. He's always been afraid of big animals. He's big, like, for sure. and he knows that they're very calm. But he's just like, they're just big animals. I'm just like, have a thing about big animals. Right. So it's kind of funny, you know. It's like he tried, and That's he's all like, so you know, and little it, kids literally. Exactly, right they just jump by. on. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, he he always tells me, like, "Man, you're always busy. I never have time, you know, hang out with each other no more." And that's why he was like, you know, I want to ride horses, you know, spend a little bit of time with you. So he kind of went out of his comfort zone just to find time to spend with me. Oh, nice. But he tried it, but it didn't work. <laughs> but he and he felt bad. He's like, I'm sorry, man. Like I really wanted to. I'm trying, but like you know, Dad, I'm here. We're hanging out. You don't have to ride the horses to show that you're. Yeah, like, you guys can still hang exactly. So, but that's, that's
0: really weird. We though. just you know <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> But that's type of you know either fishing, riding horses. I, I just stay busy. You know, try to. Any chance I get, I go hang out with the family. I you just know, don't out to see eat, when
0: relax. I don't see when you would get. When do you get a day off? How does that work? Like if there's nothing going on on the weekend with the
2: fire exactly, department, that's then that's, the, you just have the whole that's weekend. The, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as I complete my 60 hours, whatever day you know after that, then I can just do whatever, whatever I want to do. But it's literally pretty much one weekend. <laughs> wow. So I just get one weekend a month, if anything, to to relax. And,
0: and are you allowed, does anybody ever come visit you when you're, like, when you guys are in your relaxing time, just, like, at the fire uh, yeah, station? Yeah, yeah, You guys yeah, can have sometime, people come And we by? have
2: family, you know, captains. There's been times where uh, we start cooking burgers and stuff like that, and they invite their families over, yeah. and we just all have dinner there at the station. And after that, you know, if it's on the weekend, once we get to relax, then we call it, like, movie time. Yeah. So we just choose a movie. And they have the fire stick at the station, and we just choose a movie, and that's what we do: we recliners, just relax, watch movies. But it sucks because you know, at one of the stations it, it's a little slower, so you you know we can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The other station it's a lot busier. So mid through the, the movie, midway through the movie, you know, medical aid a call or something, or like hey, drop it off and go. That's um, so
0: weird to feel like it, it might be hard to relax because like every second you don't know if you're gonna get another call or something. Exactly,
2: you never know. So. And it's interesting, you know, because it's first it's the pre-alert, so they just tell you, you know, when you hear say vehicle accident with pin in or structure fire, then that adrenaline goes from relaxing to you're running to the engine, getting your gear on because you know there's a fire going on, you know, but. Hey, that's what you love about the job. It's pretty much the adrenaline. It's just
0: spot you The spontaneity. You, never know, you don't know how long you're going to be gone. You don't know where you're going to go. You don't exactly. know what happened. Yeah. Is there times where you don't really figure out what's going on until you're actually on the scene?
2: Yeah. The thing about dispatches, they don't give you a lot of information. So, there, for example, say it's a medical aid for uh, – there's been times where they say unknown. Like they have no idea what it is. Somebody just called and said, I need medical assistance. So they say medical uh, medical aid unknown, you know. Uh, so we, when we show up, it can be like a shooting, you know. We're you don't like, know oh what man. to bring? Like, yeah, You're like, exactly. we just bring everything? <laughs> it went from something where we thought it was something light to we actually have a shooting here, you know, or stuff like that. Or uh, like, you know, a structure fire a uh, report of just smoke in the building and you show on show up and there's actually the whole house is on fire and you're just like what and <laughs> you know, i went from you're something like this is not know, just a exactly small contained a small little, fire. yeah so you never know you know that's why you got to stay on your toes and then just the the adrenaline where they say you know structure fire and you're driving down the street and like a mile away you can already see the smoke and that's how you know okay this is gonna be a big one you know get ready and stuff like that and you know most of the times you know if it's a fire like on the corner of a house or something, you still have to do like a primary search for any victim stuck inside, and that's the, you know, the crazy thing is that, you know, you go into the house, it's all smoked out, and you're literally crawling through the house doing like a right-hand search or left-hand search, just swinging your axe around trying to, you know, see if you feel a body. And last thing you want is actually to, you know, run into a body where you have to pull it out. So the whole time you're in there, you know, you're just hoping you don't find nothing. You clear out, you know, and then you can start fighting the fire. But it's just little things like that that just, it just builds up that adrenaline, you know, and we're... Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. That's probably that's probably it's, half of it. You is you can't the get that feeling nowhere else. and no. that's what I love about it.
0: And if you ever never worked the a normal job after that, I think you'd be kind of bored.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. How
0: can you go from that to that? Like, yeah. No burning
1: buildings today. Yeah, like <laughs> no. Um, exactly.
0: That wouldn't make. That would just feel so weird to go from like on edge all the time, on call all the time, to like being a food checker or something exactly. like that. Like you can't, you can't really go. Yeah, because
2: in that. this job it's... No day is the same. Like wow. you always have something different. You were never gonna experience the same thing, and that's what's so uh, like. That's why they say it's it's, it's the best job out there because it's a new you know adv- new adventure every day. Even if you don't get calls. You know, training, different trainings you do, it's not the same. You know, it's new stuff every time. Right. You never stop yeah, learning Yeah, because so. that would
0: feel mundane if they change you on this. I mean, you should get refreshers, but you don't want the exact same exactly. thing every yeah. time. Because yeah. yeah. what you guys do is so versatile. It's not just fires. So I yeah, think exactly. the training has to fit that, right? You can't just be like, here's the fire it's, training again. Yeah, it's again a big variety of training.
2: Time. So you never, it never ends. It never ends.
0: And the EMT mm. thing, that's just a one-time thing, and then you're just an EMT. You don't have to renew that or anything?
2: So y- you do have to build a – they're called CEs, continuing education units. Mm. So once you you know, get your national registered EMT, you pass the test, the course, and everything, then you have to take – like either participate in medical trainings or you have to go actually sit through, say, like a 24-hour, 36-hour medical training, and then they just sign you off, and you just send that in and so they know you're keeping up with you know your knowledge you're not just you got it you haven't ta- you know continued it so as long as you get those units uh, and i i believe i'm not sure how many units it is i think it's just like at least 36 hours or something like that so every time we have <laughs> every time we have a uh, uh trainings with the fire department and whatnot then it pretty much covers us for our EMT our continuing education so we don't really stress on that and on so many calls we go to then we're keeping up with our you know our skills pretty much, plus yeah. on
1: top of that it's just to like update if there's any new equipment that exactly or regulation on. or something like yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep yeah. so I mean, to go off of that, what's like the most rewarding thing about your job? It's helping people yeah. <laughs> that's I mean uh, it's just
2: pretty much they like they say you know. When everybody's running out, you're running in to help people, right? And that just makes you feel so good, you know. Actually, when it works out, when it's, and it's exactly, like they yeah. Through. When it's somebody's worst time, you're actually the one they look forward to seeing, show up, mm-hmm. and help them, and actually hearing that, man, that person survived, you know, or like this person was dead, like nearly dead, and we did CPR you and brought him he's, back to you life. brought him back to life. Yeah. And he, he's living to the day, you know. And it just makes you feel real good, real good about it.
0: That's so fulfilling. And plus, like, you're doing it with people that you see all the time and you're close with. Exactly. So it's like you're not just out there alone. It's, <laughs> it's like, people like a brother. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like your brothers, you know. They understand when you talk to them about the job. They get it because they mm-hmm. do all the same stuff. So that's, like, probably the best is also not just helping people but, like, making lifelong friendships oh, that yeah. will last. Oh, yeah. Or I'm sure you guys hang out outside work too. Yeah, so yeah, it's oh, like,
2: yeah, we do. We do, yeah. It's just we try to keep each other distracted. No, because if you don't, I mean you it's gonna take over your mind it's gonna take a toll over time, and then it's eventually it's just you're you're waiting for it, you know it's, people break you know over right. time so you always hear stuff like that, you know, people have been on the job for thirty years and stuff like that, then you can see where it takes a toll after a while it just breaks them, and they're just like, okay, I'm done like I'll retire like I'm good to go i've I've seen too much, I've dealt with too much so but that's why we just. We try to keep each other's back covered. <laughs>
0: yeah, the debriefing probably <clears throat> yeah, really
1: helps, yeah. right? Yeah, a lot. A lot.
0: Well, Diego, thank you so much for coming on. New, do you have anything you want to add to that?
1: I mean, it's just amazing hearing from you, bro. Like I would <laughs> yeah. never think of it. We all sit in class together, we all do everything together, but
0: Yeah. You would never, you would know, never know, right?
1: guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean I have friends who are firefighters too, who, you know, work in stations. I have friends in wildfire and it's crazy what you guys go through. And oh, thank yeah. you so much for your service, bro. I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's no. amazing. Thank you, Diego. I love doing
0: it too. <laughs> Responding to all my emails on our group projects. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> just came home for a really long shift. Yeah. I'm like, Diego, this is due tomorrow.
2: <laughs> I know, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. <laughs> right. Diego's awesome. You guys are both awesome
0: in groups uh, with me and my experience. But yeah, just having the crazy schedule you have it's insane actually both of you have crazy schedules but yeah if you um if you yeah i think with teachers working with you i think you can totally you can do whatever you want oh yeah you could get yeah. your masters if you want you could but i mean i think bachelor's is probably all they really yeah, look for right yeah, yeah. and yeah. Then you can do everything you want with that once
2: you get that then I'll think about it in the future, but <laughs> right now it's just. Spring 18. A bachelor, yeah, exactly. So That's spring and I'm 18.
1: <laughs> Got to get that milestone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank one you by one. so
0: much for coming on, Diego. Thank you. Um, guys. As, as Thank really you guys. Me yep, and you really liked sure. having you here. Um, yeah, listeners, we'll see you next week, next Tuesday. Thanks for coming on the College Blend.